And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, I don't know, roll the intro? Yeah, I guess, whatever, fuck it. Yeah, roll, roll the thing, roll the intro. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bitcade. Um, man, took a little bit of a break, but we're back for episode forty-one. Yeah, we did a whole thing. We, we the one time where we we had a like connecting number there, the forty. I forgot the the episode. So, but this one's forty-one. So here we are. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, which is crazy because this happened. I, I think. Bitcade's almost four years old. I think it's the first podcast we did, so it's like that forty episodes crossed over four years, which is insane. So now we're over forty, road to fifty, but uh here we are, episode forty one. My name is Ryan Amore. Joining me like always is Ashton, aka Sticky. And um today's topics are gonna be uh let's run it down. It's gonna be we're gonna talk about the Resident Evil eight showcase or the Resident Evil showcase uh they talked about a whole bunch of stuff uh that happened as of this recording today but as you're listening to this this will be coming out the following week um we're also going to go and talk about uh what would be a good video game tv show slash movie and then also video game anniversaries but more on that later in the first bit we're going to be talking about the resident evil showcase uh that happened the april showcase um Ashton, you watched this along with me here, and uh, just what? I guess let's let's go overall the general view of what happened here. We can go into the bullet points. I know you have the the press release thing opened up and whatnot, but I do. Um, uh, how did you feel about it? How did you feel about this? How do you feel about uh, Resident Evil in more general? Pumped. Yep. Made me more pumped. way more pumped for the game. Honestly, um, they're bringing back something. Um, well, I mean, bringing that. I mean, overall, the game just looks amazing um they are going a little bit more arcadey this time around um and less like how resident evil 7 was which i think uh some people will like um mm -hmm. i'm actually okay with that um uh and they're also bringing in like another game mode it's kind of like a game mode that was in resident evil 6 uh, it was like that uh you, know, you just go through like hordes of infected yeah. whatever um, but i don't even know what these things are because there's like vampires and werewolves which i don't know was that it almost looked like chris redfield might be a werewolf now i don't know what's going on with that mm -hmm. yeah because like uh, I, was, I was noticing that when there was the uh they showed the the cover poster thing in the trailer chris's face is halved with a wolf so now there's kind of like Oh my! Uh, one, I was wondering what was going on there, but yeah, it might maybe we might get a season. And we've seen the werewolf uh, in the trailers and stuff, but never known if it was a werewolf or a wolf. We still don't know actually, or it's just some creepy monster Capcom decided to throw at us here. So it could be. I mean, overall, I mean, it looks awesome. And then, but we're gonna be getting some. Was it next week? PlayStation players are able to uh, play uh, two different demos. Yeah, so for PlayStation 5 and I guess PS4 people um, are yeah. going to get access to not one... Well, okay, so next week, for when you're listening to this, the date for this 
would be April 17th, which is when the, this bit of Bitcade comes out. April 17th, 2021, you'll be able to play on PS5 and PS4 uh, the Village demo. Uh, there are going to be two demos, and you can play half an hour of that. Um, and uh, I don't know how much you can go and do, but like you get a total timer of 30 minutes to play it. And then uh, the following week, on the 24th, uh, PlayStation players, PS5 and PS4, will be able to play uh, the Castle demo uh, for a half an hour. And it's weird, because so this is Pacific time, so look up your local time or whatever it is. But for Pacific, it's 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. when you can play it. It's like such a weird time frame. They're both Saturdays. Um, and uh, Xbox, Stadia, Steam, all the other platforms will get it uh, later, but uh, I think the following week after that, uh, or in May, I think is what they're going to aim for, for the next consoles. But I mean, we've, I got to play, uh, and it's here on the channel, uh, and, and Ashton watched me play it, mm -hmm. uh, Maiden, which was the little tech demo. So you get to look around in the, in the foyer of, uh, of the castle. And then you also get to look in the dungeon a little bit and it are, yeah, yeah. Ashton's completely right. It, like, I got to see it in the 4K 60 that it is in on the PS5, and it looks amazing. So, pretty good, man. And then there was another demo after this upcoming one, correct? Uh, it's gonna be in the village. Yeah, I said this one. So, so you got Village coming out on April 17th, and you got Castle coming out on April 24th. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. and then on the one, I think the the release that you're looking at are the dates for the other consoles. I don't know if you want to say those dates. Um, I'm actually looking for it. Uh, let's. I think see. it's at the top of it. But yeah, and then the the arcadey part uh, that Ashton was referring to is called Mercenaries. It has been a game mode that has existed in the past RE games, but this time it's a little bit different. You got like perks and stuff now, so they're adding these like. Uh, but but the one thing is I didn't see like multiplayer aspect of it. So if they can bring multiplayer to that, I think that game mode could be really fun. Um, but I mean the solo challenge, you're obviously gonna have your audience for that. But we'll see what happens. So gotcha. Um, it looks like the demo for the other consoles. Um, well, just uh, Xbox, Steam, and it looks like Google Stadia will be May first and second. Um, first, if in if you're in. Uh, United States at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific to May 2nd, 5 p.m. So you can get 24 hours. Mm. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 definitely like a weird time frame of what we're doing on all of these. I'm um, not sure why they did it that way. but Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. And so they, they also talked about uh, Resident Evil. Uh, I think they're calling it Reverse. I don't think it's called Reverse, but it's Reverse, uh, which is their multiplayer thing. I guess that's they're bringing that into Resident Evil Eight as well as Resident Evil Village as well. Uh, you get that for free. It's a multiplayer aspect of things, so it's kind of interesting. So if if Mercenaries is going to be a single player, let's say it is single player, that it will be a single player challenge based game while there's there's a multiplayer aspect of the game and then there's also the mainline story of the game which is super interesting that Resident Evil's doing these like this trifecta 
like pillar system that there's only one other game that I've kind of seen them do that's done that that had a sort of horde mode, a multiplayer mode, and a <laughs> and a mainline story. But I'm not saying that you know maybe that Activision game is in you know maybe they might be trying to ride the wave with. Um, but I think that Resident Evil doing these a little more multiplayer stuff. They got to make it their own though. Don't be copying people. But, well, yeah, I mean, like, with Resident Evil 6, I mean, they had stuff where uh, you go through hordes and you have to beat them as quick as you can. There's, like, stuff you could hit around the map to increase your time. It was, like, a timed thing. You got to try and be in there as long as you can, rack up as many points. Um, It kind of looked like that, but it's too hard to say, you know, until we have more details. Yeah. Um, What else was there? There was, you, you, we got our 30-minute... Of that, we talked about Mercedes. Oh, they're doing the crossover with Dead by Daylight. So there's Dead by Daylight's mm-hmm. getting more and more stuff. It's kind of, you know, it, it, the game is it's fascinating to me. Five-year-old game this year, um, and it it's going to cross over with, a, with a, another horror game. Um, not saying that that's unlikely, because obviously Fortnite's been crossing over with games all this last, these last couple of months. Um, but uh, it's, it's just interesting that, like, Dead by Daylight, that game, for some reason, has survived. Because I remember playing that game on a... What was that? It was a Steam box of some sort. I think it was a Steam box. And I played it at PAX. And they were like, oh yeah, this is this new game. Come play it, blah, blah, blah. And I played it on a tablet. And I was like, oh, this is fun. (laughs) And then, like, that was it. Because they were using the Steam box to connect to the tablet so you could play it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, alright, this is cool, but... Little did I know that the Steam box would die before the uh, before the game would, but yeah. that's uh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so Dead by Daylight, Resident Evil crossover, that's gonna be interesting. And um, what else is there? Anything else? That's it. Other than the uh, the CGI series that they're making, the animated series, and then they have that live action. Yeah, why don't you talk? What so what is happening with this? It's coming to Netflix, right? This is a Netflix original. Series. Yeah, the the animated series is coming to Netflix in July, um, this year, which would be pretty cool. Um, it's back in like, in terms of like canons, like two thousand four, like Leon and some other chick. I don't even remember um, who that is. Um, it, it looks really good. They're actually in, just now in um, they have everything done. They're in post production. And they're CGIing all the uh, monsters and stuff right now, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. And that's a good sign too. That means probably we're looking at maybe early next year. Maybe I wouldn't. I, I don't think Resident Evil would come out on a, during Halloween time. I think that's well. The animated series is coming out in July. I yeah, but the live action. Yeah, the, that's what I'm talking about with the live action. Because um, if it's in post production and it's got CGI to only work on, you're probably looking at a early 22 release or maybe they'll try to go summer but i don't know who's maybe, making maybe who, i don't know who's making that movie that might be the major decision too but like if warner has it then they're gonna try and release this <laughs> as probably early as they possibly can because their 22 schedule looks stacked um that's true yeah yeah it's uh it was quite a it was quite a little conference i liked it i enjoyed what was uh what was going on with it and i think that where we're seeing resident evil which is so weird like 
from Resident Evil 7 to now, that franchise has, like, been revived. Like, it's I, – I remember when Resident Evil 6 came out, and you 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 like it? Is that, is that what I'm kind of getting? Like Resident Evil – Six, like six, yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it because um, I got it was I heard really okay, arcadey, but I okay. liked it. Yeah, because I heard it was so mixed reviews, and it was like, no, don't get it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not gonna get it. And so I never played Resident Evil Six. Um, I started with Resident Evil Four, and then I've done I've beat Resident Evil Four, but never played Five. Um, and then I kind of fell off the franchise because I was just not really feeling Five. Like Five really turned me off because I was like, I don't like this. And then uh, with Resident Evil 7, though, that brought me in. And I'm like, man, this is a good game. And, the, well, see, now I'm thinking about it. I don't even think I played Resident Evil 7 yet. I, I think I played the remake of Resident Evil 2 first. And when I played that game, I was like, this is amazing. When I played Leon's story, I liked how it, the game looks amazing because it's in the, the RE engine. And then from there... I went and played Resident Evil 7, went back, played 7, played it on stream, beat that, enjoyed that very much. Uh, I like the first-person aspect of things, and um, we got introduced to Ethan, who is our protagonist. Capcom kind of let the cat out of the bag and said that he is our protagonist for the next three games, or the last game, this game, and the next one. So there's a trilogy of Ethan is essentially what's happened here. Poor Ethan, fuck. <laughs> I know. It's like, what's going to happen to him now that he's going to go to the next one? Uh, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that they've kind of introduced this character who the original crew that we were constantly flipping back and forth from was Leon and Chris. And then we got Claire and then Jill, obviously, was kind of mixed in there too. But the main two guys that we had was was Leon and Chris. And then from there, now we have this... We did kind of try to do another guy in there. I forgot. What's the, what's the other dude's name that was in six? Do you remember um, the third guy? I know it was Chris, Leon, and somebody else. Yeah. And so, like, they were trying to introduce him. And then it. I just I heard he wasn't that good of a character. But then Ethan has done great. Like, I, liked his char- I like his character in seven. He's obviously kind of silent protagonist, but he can be kind of a whiny bitch sometimes. But I think that kind of adds to his personality a little bit yeah because you're like yeah i'm in a shitty situation i'm not gonna be fucking okay with a guy that just blew up in front of me that i just chainsawed so yeah he's you know he's trying to save his wife the whole time yeah so just like and then he has then he has to he has to make that decision too because what wasn't that whole thing they were oh no i'm thinking outlast too yeah, so here's the thing. So, spoilers for Resident Evil 7, okay? I'm going to give people a second. You can forward a little bit here, but, like, there's a spoilers for Resident Evil 7. So, who did you choose to save? Did you save your wife or did you save the, the gal? Save my fucking wife. I did, too. Do you think they're going to incorporate that in, in Village? They have to, like, right? Choosing your ending? Yeah, because, like, um, wouldn't I have got – I saved a different person. Maybe. I mean, you could – I mean, since there's going to be, like – let's assume – let's just assume that there's going to be werewolves because of the cover of the game. Okay. Let's just – let's. I'm just going to assume that. I have a feeling, like, you're going to be having to choose between werewolves and vampires for your ending of the game. 
Really? So you think you're going to... Okay, so, yeah, let's go into that. Let's go into predictions of the game. Predictions (laughs) of the game right now. Welcome back, everybody, if you skipped forward. This is the safe part. We're not doing that anymore. I mean, we might lightly touch upon what we just said, but we're going on here. Um, So, predictions for Village. Do you think there are going to be more choices like how they did? You just mentioned the possibility of either werewolves or vampires. Do you yeah. think there's going to be more choices like that that they had kind of in Village or in uh, Biohazard? I don't, I don't think there will be a lot more choices just because, like, of the style of the game. I think it'd be a lot of work for them to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could see them having more options for the ending of the game, but not necessarily more options leading up throughout the game. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like... Mm-hmm. There could be three different endings. Like you could completely just, you know, being Ethan, you know, he's really not connected other than like being helped up by Chris Redfield after he fucking killed everything. I mean, <laughs> in, in seven. Yeah. Oops. Um, <laughs> but uh, like you could either like help him out. Like that's, it looks like he might have been turned into a werewolf. You either help him out or, you help the vampires out because what they're doing is like more aligned with what you want to do, or like you could just go the umbrella route. Because uh, <clears throat> um, isn't Ethan Ethan some random schmo, isn't he? Yeah, he's just a random. He just dude was looking just for his wrong wife. place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he could end up just killing everybody. You could end up choosing to kill Chris. That would be really interesting. So you think there's gonna be this like this. Choosing I think there's going to be a GTA 5 moment. Yeah, where, where you, you got to go options. like, okay, I'm choosing like how you, yeah. yeah, I could I could dig that. I could dig that. Where there's like a neutral route where like maybe you side with both, but you're also like killing or you're killing both kind of thing. Or yeah. there's the Chris, the werewolf route or the vampire route. That would be interesting. That would be a very interesting ending. And, you know, that would, Resident Evil's always been a game where you like, they always have like a new game plus option or something mm-hmm. like that. This would be a way that would keep your new game plus is really fresh. Yeah. You know, where you're building up to something different every time. So you now they, get all they, three endings. They could do a, a Bioshock route where they do like in Bioshock. This isn't really a spoiler. This is kind of just something that people kind of know at this point. And the game's like 2007. So here. Yeah, it is. it's it's it's, it's uh, you. If know. you harvest a little sister for Adam, you will get a bad ending. If you do if one of them, you'll get a semi bad ending. Um, if you do all of the little sisters and you harvest all of them, you get the evil ending. If you never harvest any of the little sisters and you save them, you get the good ending. I think that going off of your thing, I think that's how it's going to be where there's going to be like little yeah. things that you can do. But based on that, you got this ending. Yeah, that like, would be pretty cool, too. Um, I, I like the idea of like multiple endings. I'm I'm a huge mm-hmm. Dead Rising fan in the fact that like you have to play the game multiple times to get hundred percent of the game. Like yeah. it's it you get you feel like you get your your worth out of it. You know, you don't you can be satisfied with one playthrough and unsatisfied with another one and it'll make you want to play it again. I don't know, I just I always liked the uh the format of having multiple endings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see, especially, I, I mean, now I kind of think about it, like, horror games are, are going that route of, 
because uh, what is it? Uh, what was that game? I I Outlast. I think the first Outlast. You actually there are two endings to that. Um, there's Visage, the horror game that I I was playing. I I need to go back to that. That's mm-hmm. on my back catalog. That has multiple endings to it. Uh, and then Resident Evil Seven, uh, Biohazard has multiple endings. I I think it has two different endings. I I think the main ending is there, but I you you have that semi ending that happens so that might be different i don't know i've only played it once but yeah i i i could see capcom and the and the resident evil team be be up for doing that especially since they're kind of leading the charge here on these modern horror games right now because i mean there's there's no one that franchise one is revived there's eight of them now the eight, eight in the mainline series not including like code veronica or the arcade shooters and things like that Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, there's nothing competing with it at this point. Cause I think, I don't know if red barrels making outlast three. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd play it, but we'd have to, I think we're contractually obligated at this point. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> now that I we've mean, beat just... one and two on, on the channel. Oof. Uh, yeah. So I guess any, any final words on that? On on no, Resident I think, Evil? I think that about covers it. Um, are you going to watch that animated series? I, I'm July? definitely going to do it. I, I liked Resident Evil uh, Degeneration. I, I As a kid, I got that on DVD. I don't even know who got that for me, but I had it, and it was pretty good. So I now that they've said that this one is going to be tied in to the story, like there's, there's animations going forward are going to tie into the games now there's a reason to go see the shows there's a reason to watch the movies and it's gonna be this weird cinematic multimedia like universe that they're creating but i'm super excited hmm yeah i'm i'm actually pretty excited i'm usually not one to fall into the games and the movies and tv shows kind of thing because usually turn out pretty shitty but this looks pretty promising i'll have to check it out as well okay well, we're moving on to our second topic, which is what would be a good video game TV show slash movie? Uh, we added the movies thing in here. I've given my kind of two cents on that in the past long, long ago uh, here with the uh, I, like, for example, I said Gears of War. I think I cast uh, Batista, Triple H, John Cena, and I think The Rock in all as the main line cast of that and that was very early on bitcade so but ashton did not get to answer that question so uh i'm gonna let him take uh, include the movies that he would like to see i'm gonna try and put myself in a box with the tv shows though because we have been getting a whole bunch of tv show the last of us is getting a tv show resident evil Mm -hmm. getting a tv show and a movie um tomb raider has gotten revived in its movies i think there's another one coming um there's just a lot of that happening league of legends has talked about uh they're them doing an anime which they they have said that it is coming and was supposed to come out last year in 2020 has been pushed to this year and will be coming to netflix and then i heard just not too long ago that dota i think is having another anime and that's coming to netflix <laughs> so like it's very interesting and there's now job listings for riot to work on live action movies 
they're looking for leads for live action movie and animation. So League is League of Legends is going into things like that. So it's it, this is super interesting of are we ready to go into video game movies? I mean, we we've had such bad luck, but then you get the Sonic and then you get like what else was a good one? I don't even know. I can't even tell you like good movies that are based off video games. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been plenty of Resident Evil the movies. The Witcher, I guess, was good great. for the TV series. The, the Witcher is great, yeah. But that's a Witcher that's a, that's e- that's a, those are books. So like, which you know, how do you do you count that? So it's like yeah, how, most people didn't read the books. You know, that's true. Most people know it by the game. I so think I uh, Henry Cavill said though he he did try to base it off of both things though, but he read both the books and the game because he's a nerd. Superman's a nerd. Um, it is. So it's fucking glasses. With the intro to that, Ashton, let's talk about movies first. What what movie do you think you would go to the ticket? You're you're standing there in front of the Regal ticket booth. All right, you look okay. up there, you see the show times. What movies are playing? Is there any any movie that you would be like, oh yeah, that's I'd go see that. Honestly, uh-huh. I would like to see. Go ahead. <laughs> like a blockbuster level like movie of the journey of uh, Master Chief John One One Seven. I think that would be really really cool if cool. they did it right. So you would so so you know about the Halo series, right? That's on. Show. I know about the Halo series. Okay, all right. It's gonna be coming out. Uh, it was on a hiatus for a long time. Now it's back. Yeah. In production. So this, what, um, what's different from that one to this one? Because I haven't been keeping track of that one. I don't even know what that one's really going to be about. I don't even know if it has anything to do with Master Chief. I think it's just the Halo universe. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. I haven't been keeping up with it because there's been plenty of like other Halo stuff that just meh. Yeah, people. Halo it's Forward just... Unto Dawn, I think, was – it had uh, Luke, the guy who played Luke Cage played a, yeah. a lock – jameson law but i'm i'm not even thinking anything i'm thinking like live action like cgi that was live action like no yeah i know but like but you're looking at big blockbuster movie style that's what you're big blockbuster movie style not some like online internet video yeah i I, it to be like really high budget like and done right i just think it'd be really good um and you're looking at the origins so are you looking at young john or are we looking at, like, how far into John's life are we going? Like, him before the Academy Honestly, or before the injections? They, they, they could make it, like, a trilogy. Honestly, they could do Origins, which would be really, really cool. Um, You know, him being, like, taken as a child and then, like, genetically altered with all the injections and shit. And yeah. Training and all that stuff would be really crazy. Um, That would be just really cool to see. Um. I don't know, just something like that, and then, you know, maybe have uh, Michael Bay in there, get some explosions going on. You're look. <laughs> you want a Michael Bay Halo movie? I think it would be really interesting just to like, fucking. When I think like big blockbuster movie, like, you know, Transformers. Michael plot, I mean, Bay. Not super great. Okay, not super so great I'm for like, plot. You, Obviously I mean, not super hey, great. This is your like, movie. This is your movie because this is segueing into what I was about to ask you. So. Your director, you're choosing Michael Bay. 
Mr. Explosion himself. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm thinking like Who's... he'd be he would be all high high octane, but like I think but that's the thing too, is like in order for it to be a good Halo movie, it has to have a really good plot and make sense. And I yeah. don't know if he would No, that perfect, would definitely be a little little for more effects, on the though, side. Like for effects though, I mean I totally want him on the team. Yeah, but like he, he would be he would make like, a movie that would be more on the action and he doesn't and it'd be CGI. like Transformers where Exactly. Like Do you want him as your director still? Not really. Okay. I, I want him for the special effects. He doesn't do that. that. He's going to direct it. I know. I uh, be co-director. <laughs> co-director. Okay, so who do you have in directing? The Russo brothers? I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard to pick because... All right, let's move back to that. Who Who are you yeah. playing as Cortana? Uh, Who's Cortana? As Cortana? Yeah. What actress Ooh. do you think would be a good Cortana? Or do you get the original voice actor? I mean, honestly, I'd probably get an original voice actors for all of them. But, okay, but see, you can have the voices. Okay, so you're just going to get some random actor to play. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Cortana, you can probably do because... Cortana, you could do John as well. But John, someone if you're getting someone to play a leading role as Master Chief, that guy is going to probably be an actor everyone knows. Or eventually will know. So, are you gonna really cast him with the Darth? You gonna give him the Darth Vader treatment? Probably not. Like it's probably gonna be like Mandalorian, where you just you, you everyone knows who the actor is, and that's kind of how we're gonna go with it. But they're not gonna like recast for a voice. So well, who, do you, who would you cast? I don't know. Everybody, everybody likes the voice actor. He does a bunch of work. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're working in Hollywood. So. <laughs> That's true. Legitimately, who you who do you get to play Master Chief? He's got to be what six, eight. <laughs> I don't know how tall Master Chief. I think Chief's pretty tall, but so you got to get a tall person, pretty well filled out, but not too well filled out. Hmm. I don't know, man. That's tough. Vin Diesel. There you go. <laughs> Vin Diesel. No, he's he short. doesn't have to take his helmet <laughs> off. <laughs> Short. He, is he short? Is Vin Diesel yeah, short? I gotta look that sure up now. Short. I think you might be right. <laughs> how tall? I, but you can is... like make that look better because I mean, if you look at like how they made Elf with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Vin Diesel's I mean, six foot. He is six foot. Yeah, he's six yeah. foot. I I would cast Vin Diesel. He Vin has that Diesel? gravelly voice. He has the gravelly voice. He doesn't have to take his helmet off, and he doesn't talk that much. Like I, we've seen Riddick. Riddick was good. I mean, that's 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 true. That's true. I'm voting Vin uh, Diesel as Master Chief. Uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Unless you got someone else. All right, but if we have Locke in there, I mean, <laughs> we could get the actor for that because he was the actor for Luke Cage. Okay, so but, yeah, so lock. I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a cheap cheap actor, honestly. <laughs> but I, I mean, like him. Are... He's a good actor. I just didn't like yeah. the character lock. I just I like, like the how, actor. I just like how we got. Or or we keep the tradition of Tom Hardy and keep him with the fucking mask. <laughs> or we Tom can make Hardy the can arbiter. Act. We can make the arbiter James Earl Jones. You could do it, or you just get the actor. <laughs> Who's the actor for arbiter? Uh oh, got it. Uh. Uh, hold on, Halo Arbiter. I know him, but I I have to like uh um 
voice. There we go. It is Keith David. That's who it is. Keith David. I don't know who that is. Um, he was in. Oh my god, I'm trying to look up IMDb. Where's IMDb? Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He has that very, very like traditional voice. Uh, just look him up. He was in Princess and the Frog. He played the bad guy in Princess and the Frog. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, um, he was in Platoon, Gargoyles. He played the main guy in Gargoyles. Oh, okay. I know him then. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was in Men at Work, uh, Armageddon, Coraline, The Chronicles of Riddick. See? He already has connections with fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> Only one then, so it must not have gone very well. <laughs> hey, it was The Chronicles of Riddick. It's the one that we all will tolerate, so let's not talk about that. Yeah, I don't I don't give a shit about Fast and Furious. Um, all right. Um, okay. All right. Well, I mean... I don't know. That that's pretty much all I got for for Halo. I think it'd be cool to just have a big budget Halo movie, and then if it did well, they could turn it into a trilogy, probably. Okay. Um, I also have another good idea, but I'll okay. let you go next. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh with TV show, and I think okay. if I remember because I was trying to remember what I said for my movies, I think I mentioned this one or David mentioned this one. I can't remember, but I think a Bioshock TV series. Would That'd be, be really sick. good. Would be really good. HBO, give me the Watchmen style. The, a Watchmen, Watchmen style, style. A Watchmen style where it's like it kind of gives you little vignettes, goes back and forth, tells you a little bit more. Uh, the directing style of it is a little bit. I, I like the directing style. Oh, you style mean Watchmen like the, uh, the TV like show, the, the HBO show version of that? Like, you know, like, like the comic book? Two watch, the, oh, you're talking about the one with like the smiley face pin? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Good, yeah. good, good. Okay. The HBO series, <laughs> and then put it on HBO. So get Bioshock and put that on there. Because it has this dark tone, but it's able to, like, continuously tell a story. And you can have multiple stories going on. Like, And then what I would even say is, tell me the stuff that leads up to Rapture. Like, when Rapture happens, like, when Andrew Ryan, like, shit goes sideways. Because when we show up in Bioshock... Shit already happened. Like, everything's yeah, already terrible. They're already in it. <laughs> I want to know where the splicers, like, the origins of the splicers and, like, all of that stuff. And when shit just goes absolutely bonkers. And, like, then maybe, like, midway through the season or even midway through the series. Like, get me through a season of just lead up. And then in season two, come back with me of, like here's our origins and then these are the people these are like the survivors of rapture like they're trying to survive in rapture but clearly we already know that everything turns to shit so nobody survives in rapture except yeah, for nobody yeah so it's it'd be kind of meth heads down there <laughs> yeah uh, and the doctors and whatever so i would love to see a bioshock series now i with all that there is apparently like hidden code in bioshock that actually is originally this other guy i did not know this i found this on tiktok um and i can i can kind of like look this up if you want to vamp for me for a second um um okay so but how do you feel about that how do i feel about the show i i fucking love that i would totally fucking watch that i would actually pay like premium to watch that i fucking love bioshock the only one i haven't beaten was uh uh 
The last one's infinite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't beat that. Um, <sighs> we rented it. I never got to beat it. So I need to buy the collection and go through them all again. But uh, I kind of know how it ends. So. Yeah, the it, <sighs> it it does have uh it is a little spoilery. I heard that the DLC to it oh, man, sorry. Um the DLC to it uh has a uh well, to Bioshock Infinite has this big connection to things, which I still haven't played yet. Uh but I I just like the BioShock franchise and the fact that that game just <laughs> fucking died. Um, I, I understand cause originally it was planned to be a trilogy and that's whatever. And that's, yeah. you know, uh, that's what irrational games wanted. And you know, then they do them. That's their game. I'm glad though. 2k is bringing it back because that franchise, first off, those are some iconic characters. The little sister and big daddy themselves are icons and yeah. they're not even a part of like a fr- like a, a gaming platform. They're just their characters. Everyone knows who they are. So like, Everyone knows what a big daddy is, um, and everyone knows who the little sisters are. And then you start getting into like what's Adam and things like that. But that's that's more deep lore. And I, games are just so fucking good, dude. Yeah, and I I think that with the dark tones that I think HBO is really good at bringing to life, and especially if you know what HBO is also doing, The Last of Us, aren't they? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe bring it to a different thing, but I think that it, it really works with that network of of what it is maybe put it on hulu because hulu has fx um well disney i guess give it to disney put it on fx and give it a nice dark undertone because i mean even watching like fargo fargo has that like look to it and so maybe that might work too yeah i think it'd work pretty well on fx as a movie but fx like fxx that's their like tv series like their tv show one where like fargo is on and yeah, but I, a couple others are. Let me check to see if I can say this. Uh, you want me to vamp? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so I guess when I come down to, I can get you the plot, but with, like, the main cast, because Bioshock is such, like, a big world of, like, we don't know who the fuck anyone was other than, like, Andrew Ryan. I, I really don't know. Like, you're going to have to cast someone as Andrew Ryan because Rapture doesn't exist without him. And yeah. Then you gotta cast like maybe a couple people that you like know, but I would be totally down for like only knowing like three people and they're not even the main part of the show. Like that, that would be I. That's why I like about when a when a game or gets made or a book gets made into a movie. I don't want to see the like verbatim of everything I just got. To, that's why I'm like when I heard that HBO is making Last of Us and they're doing the whole like. Oh yeah, we're it's gonna implement a lot of what the first game was. I'm like, I already, I already did the. Fir- I don't need it. I already did that. I already did that. Don't need to see it again. But it's like they're adding some stuff and whatever. But I'm just like, I don't need to see the same thing I just did. But like, also, you gotta give me the flavor of it. If it doesn't taste like it, like if it looks like steak but it tastes like fish, I'm not gonna fucking eat the rest of this. So yeah. Anyway, did you get what you were looking for? I did, and I'm glad I didn't say anything because I was <laughs> going to reference the <laughs> something that uh, was has nothing to do with FX. I was going to yeah. talk shit, but it was sci-fi that sucks. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and the and the yeah. thing is, is like you know, with Disney going with more darker stuff with FX and and whatnot, I I think that it could be uh, it could be good. I mean, yeah, they they kind of keep those on that platform, but yeah. 
yeah, that's my TV show pitch. So there you go, Hollywood. Go ahead and steal that one. But just you know, send me a check or at least invite me to the the studio. Uh, that's all I want. <laughs> well, I got I got one more. Go ahead. Um, and this would also be a TV show. Um, specific undecided, network. Undecided. Uh, I don't know where it would fit. It, okay. It could be HBO or Showtime, probably. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'd want it CGI'd or if I'd in, like entirely animated or if I'd want it live action, but do something, um, not the story of this, but, uh, well, actually, it would probably do really well even if it was a story. Um, but Halo 3 ODST, um, okay. having a movie like it, uh, like the story of like a bunch of shit going down, like the city's about to be glassed by the Covenant and shit's going down. There's no Spartans in sight. Like it's up to the fucking just the basically the Marines to go through like, you know, special forces going through and fucking. So you're looking for like a zero dark 30 like Halo like TV show like stealth type shit like going through, you know, it's you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you got a lot of the squad. You're all separated because that's how the game starts out is you all drop in and something blows up Uh, one of the ships. Hovering over the city to protect it blows the fuck up, and then it totally just screws up everybody's drop pattern, uh, drop path, and then they uh, have to try and link up with one another. But all the comms are down, hmm. so it's like pretty crazy, and you never know who's gonna die. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty I interesting. Could, I could see that becoming like some super intense moments of like. Yeah, you, it would be I mean, one. You, so be would one you go series? Yeah, so, oh, so mini series. Yeah, mini series. Yeah. So would you go like, um, like a like a Walking Dead, where like, yeah, main characters will fucking die here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. And who knows if they're actually maybe they all just fucking die except for one dude or like what happens? Like it's just crazy. And then there's like you never know what's gonna happen at all. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking crazy and sad like the the whole undertones of like the game is just like everything's falling apart there's no one there to help you're all alone like doesn't it take place in like one night isn't it like one night (laughs) pretty much because like isn't the the famous line at the end of the day of like that's one hell of a way to see the break of dawn or something like that or like he says something like all a night's work or something all a night's work yeah it was like buck Um, that said that right yeah it it's it was pretty crazy um and i just played the game over recently so it's just like fresh in my mind but mm-hmm. uh it would make for a really good mini series i think cuz even like the uh collectibles that you pick up they're actually like how for example bioshock when you pick stuff up it'd be like audio recordings and stuff yep there's audio recordings of this chick uh and her dad they're like connected to basically like this supercomputer system which controls the city um and his dad or her dad works there or something he's in like a safe spot and she's not and she's just trying to like get everybody to safety and get back and like figure out what the fuck's going on and that's there's not like even a part corruption. of the mainline story that's just no but there's like a whole story every collectible is about i'd watch her. that yeah so it's like even seeing that like there could be like two different 
storylines happening in one miniseries. Like you can follow like what she's doing and what these ODSTs are doing in different parts of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like really crazy, but the stuff that was happening with her was like right mm-hmm. as they were being attacked where ODSTs are there after as a response. They weren't there while it was happening. They were there after the Covenant took over the city. So Yeah, see, be, I'm, be I'm, I'm sold on that one, too. I'd, I'd watch yeah. it. I'd say it, probably really they'd probably keep that to Showtime just because of the Halo series already on there. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, it could go either way with the dark tones that both the, both the networks usually yeah. produce. They, they're, they'd both be good picks for it. I just want it somewhere where they have money to do what they want rather yeah. than going to hbo know. would probably be the where the money is at but yeah i don't know uh, it'd just it'd probably be like a one hit um wonder miniseries just one season like i don't know 12 episodes and call it good yeah no it, it, not uncommon especially now yeah uh, yeah i got a i got one more uh, just because I want to, I want to get your take on the evaluation of what's going to happen here for for League of Legends here, um, mm. with the talk mm. that they might do the live action movie or like, and and when I was watching the like kind of the talking of that this is going to happen or that there is possible talkings of a live action League of Legends sort of thing, the League of Legends franchise to me is super interesting because the game is literally made off of the term meta like it really doesn't exist without the support from one the fans and the people that play the game two the lore that they literally scatter across the entire internet and that people have just like kind of picked up here and there from their website to the animations to the fun videos that they make for like the music videos when they do like a whole collection of uh skins where they did for like uh kda or true damage which are two little like pop groups that they've created with skins that they've like have uh, some of the champions wearing it's so weird but like it's there's this interesting metaverse that exists that league of legends has created and uh i just find it so cool that there are like 150 plus champions of these and people know them all by name it's just like Pokemon, because you're just like, I know all of who these people are, you know, and I have the ones that I like the most, and they all have even more backstory to like how they became a part of the. Why are they here in Summoner's Rift? What is Summoner's Rift? And then you look into why that exists. So the fact that League is just now doing a TV series uh, in, in animation, because their animation is crazy good. It's almost the level of where Blizzard, I think, makes some of their like Diablo and stuff like that and there's and there's even those games that'd be kind of cool to watch like a diablo or a world of warcraft animation game like or animation uh show or movie i know warcraft did come out as a like movie but i heard mixed reviews jameson said it was good i, I don't know mm. um but going back <laughs> there's there's all um possible talk that riot is looking to making a cinematic universe of this, like, all of these characters, all these champions, all of these people that they've created over the last decade can be all connected. Because it's kind of like Marvel. They have all these people that they could easily just yeah. start tying stories into. And uh, I, I'm super excited just to see, like, as a League fan, but also as, like, a movie fan, that, like, 
if there's something that can come out and present itself as a new version of what Marvel has already done with the MCU to kind of rival it, but not really compete against it. I could see that being really cool, but how do you feel if a game like league of legends or Dota as well, I guess they're going with their anime too. How do you feel about games like that coming into a TV series? Uh, I think that'd be really cool. Um, league of legends has like a huge, you know, roster, so it'd be like a ton of content they could just create. They'd have to throw a lot of money at it, um, but they also do have a lot of money, don't they? So yeah, I mean, they these are the people that rented investment. out the Staples Center for for their World's Championship, and then said, "You know what? We can do bigger." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of a no brainer. Um, the only, I guess, one thing is they'd have to make sure. I don't know. You'd have to figure out what the entire personalities are going to be. So, like, for example, you'd have to make the personality different from Thor in the Marvel Universe because then you can run into, like, legality issues, even though they don't have claim over the character Thor. Yeah. Because it is a fucking god. You know, you can't can't own it. Yeah, but the, but the but thing you is... You can is, own the personality. Yeah, with, with League of Legends, though, like, all of them already have their own personality. It's kind of crazy. Like... They have already like voice work for all of the care for all the champions, um, and because it's not like Smite where Smite has obviously they're basing it off of the deities, whereas these ones the only deity that they've brought in is Wukong, is Sun Wukong, and like that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> because I guess every MOBA has to have a Wukong, but th- with with League, they all already have their like because usually they'll do a little intro trailer to introduce a character a new champion and they've been doing that for years but even now it's like when you look at annie you know how annie is she's a little girl she has this demonic bear she can throw out and then it grows into a live bear it's a teddy bear she throws it turns into a giant bear and it starts ripping people to shreds and then she throws fire like already you know she's just this demonic girl that like is a little girl at the end of the day but she also can be a little feisty you have that character already like established and it's crazy because there's no animation or anything that goes off of that like it's just based on how the game works but yeah that'd be pretty interesting i mean that, that'd be something that i would check out and i'm not even a league fan so yeah I, i'd check that out I, i'm i'm just super interested in seeing what what they'll go for now here's the other thing do you think it's if they're going live action? Do you think a game like that would look good as a live action? Uh, no, because that's a lot of CGI. It is a lot of CGI, um, but that would make it even more expensive. And here's the thing: League of Legends, for outside of the gaming community, that game especially is a niche. Mm-hmm. It's a niche game. Nobody think when they think when people who don't play video games think you know hear about video games, they think like Call of Duty, and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And like Mario, like that's that's it. That's all they that's all they think about. League of Legends. What the fuck is that? You know, here's the thing: if they're if they're gonna be putting in money um, for this, it has to be worth it. And you got to look at who your audience is going to be. Like, sure, like. If they were to do live action, they'd have a wider audience, but it wouldn't be wide enough, to, I think, to offset the cost because most people aren't going to go and watch 
that just like most people didn't go and watch sonic yeah um or you end up like because you can either end up like pre-version sonic where everyone looked at the animation and was like uh no or you get into that like medium sort of creepy but still kind of cute where with pokemon detective pikachu um yeah because there's a lot of characters like timo he's a little like furry ball so like i mean he's not actual but he's like he's like a big squirrel essentially um but (laughs) there's like a race of his like who he is and so there's multiples of him and to have something like that that's only like three feet tall running around that's it it would take a lot to make it not look like super out of place but yeah i don't think it would do well at the box office i think it'd do really well on streaming platforms uh-huh oh okay so you're saying go don't theatrical release it but release it on one of those yeah so i, th- I think if you're gonna do something like this i mean it's unless unless they're really hurting for movies i mean I, you're probably wasting your time at sure. the box office yeah not saying that it won't be a fucking fantastic movie i think it would be but it's still just technically a niche mm-hmm. if you're outside of the gaming community that is very niche nobody a lot of people who don't play games if they hear the movie is about a video game they automatically don't like it for some reason um, we don't have a good track record there <laughs> yeah it's 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 weird uh, it's you know, Resident Evils weren't very good. Sonic movie was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, it's getting a sequel, so. Yeah, it's getting a sequel, so, you know, we'll see. Until until uh, games start making more of a, uh, I don't know, more of a wave in the normie part of the world. I think uh, I think it's probably safer to go with like uh, streaming platforms and just go with them like animated. Yeah, I mean. The thing is, is what's crazy is the generations uh, from, like, our parents down are just playing more and more video games. So, eventually, it will become part of, like, the normal. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the average moviegoer, you know, on a Thursday afternoon is not, you know, <laughs> the, the 20-something-year-old. Oh. It's probably yeah. grandpa I mean, and grandma going to the theater, and they're probably not buying right. the League of Legends movie compared to, like you know, insert Tom Clancy title here, so. Yeah, so, I mean, Ready Player One was able to get away with it because it was an all-encompassing thing. It wasn't just one game, you know. It was multiple universes clashing together kind of thing um, and something that could eventually be a reality um, for people. So it's, you were able to get away with a lot of that. It had quite the wide audience, um, so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll eventually get there. It's just not not now, unfortunately. All right. Well, that's enough movie TV show talk for now. We might circle back around like in another four years. We'll talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. We're moving on to our third and final topic, which is video game anniversary. Ashton, what is this topic? What are we talking about? Uh, so this topic is, um, what we should expect from games when they are having like an anniversary, like a 10 year anniversary, 20 year anniversary kind of thing. Uh, what we would want from that. And like, if a company comes out and says, Hey, we're doing this anniversary, what, what kind of things should we expect them to do if they're going to make a big deal about it? Right. Um, for example, 
right now we have that uh, Legend of Zelda anniversary through Nintendo. They remastered Skyward Sword and put it out there for sixty dollars. Um, <laughs> and they like, had the Mario I... 3D collection last year uh, for sixty dollars. We got three games. Yeah, just recently um, got taken off of the uh, Nintendo yeah, store. Yeah, just got taken off the Nintendo store uh, last month. So, um. Me personally, the Zelda thing, one game, uh, also a game that was not well received, uh, kind of bullshit. Um, I think they definitely should have done, gone the route that they did with 3D All Stars, except actually like done work on them and not just port them over from the Dolphin Simulator. Um, give us Ocarina of Time on the Switch that like you know, really really make that one work. They'd have to do a lot of work on that game. Maybe I, they could re-release that for sixty dollars if they remade it in 1080p with new textures and everything. Easy. Um, but you know they could have done like Wind Waker or something. Just give us a better frame rate, depth of field. You know, Twilight Princess updated the textures a little bit, cleaned it up around the edges. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. But like, I don't know. I think it'd be really cool for um, like uh. Uh, for example, like Sonic on their one of their next anniversaries, you know, go through and remake the uh, Sonic Adventure games one and two because those are pretty well received. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. What about it, you? So, yeah, I kind of was trying to think of like games that I would want as like if they come out with like the big anniversary. Um. I mean, so when a when a game comes out, it like goes one or two ways. Where they come out with the full on HD thing, and then they go with the the remake, or they go with the here's a new game. So where I would want, going back to the Bioshock thing, is I would want them. Fifteen years is next year for Bioshock One, two thousand seven mm-hmm. game, uh, that they announced Bioshock Four, and it's supposedly in the works. I would very much like to see bioshock 4 uh but it's it's a new team too so it's going to be starting from square one we gotta we gotta pick up either is it going to be like infinite or are we getting a whole new game because i think infinite was a great third tier to that franchise because two almost killed it so really i like two a lot i know a lot of people like two a lot of people hate three a lot of people hate bioshock infinite uh just because of the shenanigans that happens in it where it's like the twists and turns of the se- a lot of I like the theme of one and two more than being up in the sky see i like three more because i like the characters more i think booker was great and i think elizabeth was also great and both of those characters together are amazing and you had troy baker is playing uh but uh, booker dewitt um and uh and i think that he did a great job. Whereas the first two games didn't really rely on a lot of voice acting. It was more of like, he would kind of chime in and then that was kind of it. Whereas this one, whereas infinite had more dialogue. It was all about the plot. And then because what they were trying to do by the end of the game, they wanted it to do what it needed to do. I mean, the games, like I said, it's been out for a long time, but if you're going to play it, I don't want to spoil things. Uh, but I think there was a lot of characters that were really, really cool. I think Songbird was 
super under underutilized for what character that that was because that was essentially the like oh this is instead of big daddies we're gonna get the big giant songbird and instead we got giant george washington mechs so that was kind of our tit for tat for that one but i think that franchise is really cool so if what i would like for an anniversary uh i'm all about like continuing the thing and then adding to I mean, for me, I guess when I think anniversary times for a video game anniversary, it's you you got to you got to remake it. Don't give me an HD bullshit like how you're talking about with uh, the ports that 3D All Stars has. Like, do not half-ass that. If you're gonna give me an anniversary edition, give me an anniversary edition, like a reason to get out and go and buy it. Um, and I need it to be. I need it to look beautiful, run well and not look as muddy as I remember it back on the N64. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm talking about you, Rare. Give me Diddy Kong Racing Anniversary Edition. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't want to segue yeah. us off here, but there is rumor that Nintendo and Xbox are working on something, so. Yes, there is. But we'll um... talk about that at a different time. <laughs> Unless you want to give one little blurb about that. All I'm going to say is I like that they're working together more. And uh, mm-hmm. we've seen Microsoft give a lot to Nintendo, but not exactly, you know, the other way around yet. So let's uh, really hope that, uh, you know, we put in enough good graces here that some of the shit will come to light. Yeah. I'm thinking Game Pass is just coming to Switch. That's all I'm thinking. Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, it, it just makes sense to be available on, like, anything honestly yeah um but yeah back to this what uh i mean what what do you what do you did, did i answer your question or is that <laughs> or are we just kind of give no i mean yeah you answered it i mean oh, okay. is, is there any other games that you could think of that would have like a really cool uh, i don't know anniversary or that should come out with an anniversary thing or should come with an anniversary oh, well because the thing is is like the modern games I'm thinking like Xbox 360 on. So that'd be like 360 PS3. Those games to me are kind of hard to think about because they've gotten their HD versions of themselves. So like, like for example, even Bioshock has the Bioshock collection, whereas you get one, two and three or LA Noir has a HD version of itself, like a 4k version of it. The anniversary, I would, I don't know because um, like usually video game companies are really good the ones that i follow at least are very good at keeping their franchises alive long enough to just keep going like pokemon doesn't need an anniversary they do come out with them every once in a while as like an oh om- but they're not games that are the same normally it's just an homage to the other one but i guess they do the remakes they have been doing remakes they're gonna do pearl and diamonds so i guess yeah they're just making that's true but it's not an anniversary for that they didn't like go oh it's the what was it we were in 25 years of pokemon they didn't make Mm. a 25 year of pokemon yellow and or green and red they didn't do that they just were like yeah we're just making hd versions of these games um because those games did get remakes they got game boy advance games so yeah it's super weird super weird to really think about like what game would be good to like do an anniversary of 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to like, because I the other one that comes to mind is Gears. It's like Gears of War to me is yeah, but all those look pretty good still. That's what I'm saying. They and, and because the first Gears of War game was made in HD, so it was like yeah. one of the like platforming. It was the to set the platform of the Xbox 360 on a pedestal of like this is what gaming is going to be is this HD 1080p um, 30 frames a second game. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Running on um, the unreal engine by a you know, little you small know, be, studio named Epic. No one's going to know about them later though. <laughs> you know, it'd be really cool is if they brought back some of like the really old stuff, like, well, no, yeah, Diddy Kong Race game would be cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe even like some of the old Star Fox games would be kind of cool. Just have their have their heyday, you know. Bring them back into the light, you know, because Star Fox is pretty good. Uh, even on the GameCube, you know, they had a, they had a game, the GameCube. But I think after that, I mean, they just kind of died. Unless there was something on the Wii, but I don't. There think was so. one on the Wii U. Uh, it was. It did not do very well. Um, Yikes! I was thinking about this of like. Because it reminded me of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because I want people to know I said it first before it was spoke. I'm speaking it into life here. Aloy okay. or Alloy or whatever her name is, I think it's Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn was just introduced into Fortnite, right? Or is coming to Fortnite? I think okay. Marcus is coming. Marcus Phoenix or JD is coming to Fortnite. That's my prediction. You gotta, because that's another PlayStation property. So I'm going, Gears has to come to Fortnite. It would go full circle. I would think it would be hilarious if it happens. Oh, they already got Master Chief in there. That's so. what I'm saying. It's like now PlayStation has two properties. It would only make sense for Microsoft to release their second property, that their second major property, which would be Gears of War after Halo. That's my prediction. Other than putting a fucking car in there, there's no reason for them to do Well, my thing about that is like, with, I don't think so because they the hitbox would be all fucked up because I'm the just, character models it doesn't and matter. gears so was Halo, fucking Halo, beefy. I know, but Halo is oh you're saying that no they would just do a skit. It would be like a it would be like a okay maybe maybe not like Marcus or maybe they'll just put like a cog in there. So they'll just put like Carmine or something like that. Yeah, but put they put Carmine's a major character like Aloy in there. You gotta put Marcus in there because that's like a character from the game. Like Aloy's the main character of. Horizons or not. I know we're getting so far off, but it just reminded me that I, I just I want to speak that into fruition. The date is currently what is it? Four four fifteen twenty twenty one. I said it here. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Yo, where where where's Capcom at with Frank West? Put yeah. that shit in there. <laughs> oh yeah, where you know Capcom has put games in there because don't they own Street Fighter? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I wouldn't. Yeah, don't say never say never. I mean, especially with, never know. especially with those guys. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, huh? anniversaries. Uh, I'm just waiting for the Fortnite anniversary. That's all I'm really looking forward to. You're looking <laughs> forward to a Fortnite anniversary? <laughs> no, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think games do a really good job when it comes to those things. I just think when it when it does have to happen. It needs to be something spectacular. Um, 
I think there's definitely right ways of doing an anniversary edition and definitely wrong ways. Um, but yeah, and I think Nintendo is uh, susceptible to doing it the wrong way most of the time because then they force you to. But they're also the one that's lasted the longest, so it's like they have the ways of doing it. So it's like, do you want to play this game legit? We could put it on the NES virtual console, but we're not gonna <laughs> like. We'll and just when they make do, it. it's sixty dollars for fucking literally the same quality of game that came out ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Really, no high resolution upscale for that game. <sighs> for for what game? Skyward Sword, or is that a remake? Oh, it's it's a it's a well, it's a I'm remake remaster. I think so. Hold on. So remake is they built it from the ground up for the Switch, which it definitely doesn't fucking look like it. Um, just based on the fact that the controls look super half-assed, where they're like, "Yeah, but it uses the motion controls," oh, just and an you're H- like, "It's just an HD remaster." Yeah, see, that's what I thought. It's like it uses the motion controls, okay? Which actually still looks like shit, by the way. But I'm like, what? I I don't want to. And then they're like, but you can use the joystick to slide the sword if you don't want to do anything. If you have a switch light, okay. So yeah, what? <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. It just to me is super weird. Why Nintendo? Yeah, does that? It's pretty weird. It's it's also like even though it's an HD remaster, guess how big the game is <laughs> in file size. How many gigabytes do you think? I'm going to say like 10. Seven and a half. Ugh. <laughs> like they they really, I mean, did they? That was a hmm. Wii game, right? That was a Wii game. Ugh. I mean, the Wii itself um, was an HD. So, so I mean, the, the, so the big, the big pull for that is you're going to have better motion controls because of the Switch, so that's kind of an incentive to play it. If you don't have an old one, it doesn't have drift. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, if you like the motion controls, um, you know, playing this on the Wii, I guess, back in the day was pretty bad. So you're saying if my favorite game was ARMS, I'm okay. (laughs) This this is right (laughs) up my alley. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. What happened to ARMS Uh, 2, Nintendo? Where's Arms Two? <laughs> you got Splatoon Eight coming out. Where's Arms Two? <laughs> they 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 need to do a fucking Ocarina of Time remake. I thought that was what everyone that's was what wanting. They, that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants that. So everybody. what about what about Wind Waker? Where's Win? I want to play Wind Waker in so 1080p. So Wind Waker had an HD remaster on the oh. Wii U. Okay, so we're not going to be seeing that anytime soon. We probably we? won't be seeing uh, it being even ported, honestly. Oh, so it's I mean, just going to die is... on that god-awful console? Unfortunately, it's one of the better ones. Speedrunners love that game. Um, I like the art style. I know a lot of people don't like it. I like the art style, too. I, I have a lot of hours in that game. Um, that would be the one Zelda game that I would probably devote time to. You I might just... actually like Twilight Princess. Really? That was a Wii and GameCube game um, with motion controls, if you wanted. Uh, it was actually pretty good. It's darker, grittier. Is that the moon um, one? No, that's oh. Majora's Mask. Oh, okay. That's Ocarina of Time, Nintendo 64 shit. Oh. Um, that's, like, way <laughs> back then. Where's this the anniversary like edition for that? Tw- <laughs> yeah. 
Seriously, if, if they were to come out with an anniversary edition, have both those games come out and just the price Zelda it collection, bucks, the the retro Zelda. Okay, collection. let me ask you that. Let me ask you this: They give you the 3D Zelda, Zelda 3D All Stars. What are the three games you put in it? Um. Well, my personal ones that I liked, I didn't actually ever get to play Majora's Mask. I could never find it. Um. But it would be Ocarina of Time. It would be a okay. full remake of that game. Okay. Um, and then Wind Waker, which they would just um, make it to where it'll run 60 frames at 1080, increase the depth of field. So a remaster. Make it look way cleaner. The remaster yeah, of the just HD be a, remake. <laughs> yeah, a remaster of the HD remake, because HD remake isn't even that great on uh, the Wii U, to be honest. Oof. Um, and then uh, Twilight Princess, which they'd have to do a little bit more work to that one than than Wind Waker because uh, the textures are not great, uh, especially even for its time, because it's the same art style as Skyward Sword, but it um, it's just not. I don't know. It's it's very gritty. I think if they were to like do a bit more work to it with the effects and the textures, it'd be fine. Just clean it up a little bit, upres it at least. But uh, I think the big one is going to be, like, they had to put time into is Ocarina of Time. If they were to fucking remake that game. Have they dude. never remade that game? <laughs> nah, they came out with, like, Legendary Editions and shit, but it wasn't, like, a remake. Oh, okay. It was just a remaster you know? of it. Yeah, and it, the remaster is, like, not even great, honestly. it's And today's standards, the, the remaster that they did have is not good. I just got the little notification from Epic that uh, apparently you can play as Aloy now in Fortnite. <laughs> so the oh, wow. Today. I they just, hit, like, they heard you. Yeah, they're like, the Epic <laughs> Epic hears me. Um, just remember, this was recorded <laughs> on April 15th. So if Marcus Phoenix shows up in Fortnite, I want you to know I said it first. So not the developers. I put it into fruition. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna do this. Nintendo Switch. Pokemon 3D All Star. Er, Pokemon All Stars. Here we go. No, I'm just doing okay. the naming because of the Mario thing, not because of the. I think there actually sure. is one that is called Mar- Pokemon All Stars. Three games in one. Here's what you do. You put Pokemon Red and Blue on there. I'm just going to collectively put them together as one game, all right? You get the when you load it up, it'll say which version do you want and it like you select which one. Second game, Pokémon Silver and Gold, same cartridge. You get the sequel. Boom, right there. Full connecting sequel, one of the best video game sequels of all time. You get that connection. Third, you create a whole new game. And you connect that third one to connect into one and two. So like a like a Fox like a Star Fox Two situation, where they didn't ever release it, but then they put it on the SNES Classic, and then eventually released it on the on the Switch Store, which made the SNES Classic worthless. Um, or or you put Sapphire and uh, Ruby on there. You get three See? generations of games. Boom, boom, boom. You get Here's... Gen One, Gen Two, Gen Three. And then the then that way you get to bring them all to the current gen console. You put it all in one cartridge. You bring them all on there. I guarantee those games are not that big <laughs> to be able to just throw all them onto one thing and no, then give them. No, they to aren't. Them. But it's the it's the money. 
Oh yeah, I know. Money that they, I mean, they hell, would be able to charge. Isn't Let's Go Pikachu still sixty dollars? Probably. So like, but what but I'm speaking saying is, of which, they yeah. probably wouldn't do red and blue. They probably just do yellow. But see, okay, so as a person that played yellow, it is different. So you do get Pikachu in the beginning. You don't get any of the starters. I would think a lot of people would get mad about that. So I think you just have to get red and blue. Or they Maybe. go full on like, no, we're internationally releasing this shit, and they put green on there. Ooh, but yeah, give everybody nosebleeds. But they have to be leaf green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the Lavender Town song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe maybe the remastered versions of them. But yeah, I mean, give them like the little upscale. At least running at 720p. Those games aren't gonna look great in HD if you just upscale them. No, so you gotta aren't. have to remaster them. But I think it'd be cool to have like. Because right now, there's no way. All those games are lost. They're just gone off in the ether. All the batteries into those cartridges are fucking dying. So it's like, it'd be cool to just be able to play those games. Give me a collection to play the past Pokemon games. That's all I'm saying. I'll even buy them for five bucks. But I know I know how they are, and they would probably charge me at least triple that. And I guarantee a collection like that would probably be in like the $60 <laughs> form. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was over $100. I'm going to be honest with you. Jeez. Yeah, they probably sell because them separately. It's Nintendo. They'd it's Nintendo. They would so. sell them separately. I would know. I'd think that they would probably be like, "Oh yeah, you can buy all the past gen Pokemon games for ten dollars each." It's like, okay, how many? Oh God. <laughs> so, but it would be cool because the Pokemon Bank would make sense, and you know, bringing Pokemon from like Gen One to. Well, here's the thing that had all those other connected to it, like an online. They have the Pokemon Bank. Yeah, but can... they'd have to hook the games up to it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you make this other thing running on, like, I don't know, Cause the, the, here's the thing. Pokemon Soul Silver engine, then you'd at least you'd be fine, I'd think. Well, here's the thing. They would literally, for, like, those older games, they would literally have to rip out all that old code. They'd have to completely, like, rewrite basically that game and whatever new coding format is there. Because those games, a lot of those games were made in the 90s. Yeah. So they'd have to essentially remake those games. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, how old all that code is. Hey, uh, if a lot of it make is, doesn't half, work anymore. If people can make, like, low-budget games in RPG simulator or whatever the heck that one program thing on Steam tries to make me buy all the time, I, I would say... That hey, it could happen. I think I think they could do yeah. it. They could do it. Give it like a weekend. Good. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it would take that much time to do. I mean, like for like red and blue, for example, that would take no time, really at all, uh, to code because they just. I bet you can run with, that. Uh, you can run that on a phone. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. It's it's definitely. They'd have to put some work in some of the the older ones, like Gold and Silver, probably still running on the same one that uh, they may not even be using the same engine at that point versus like what is going on now. But oh yeah, I mean, well, Red, Blue, Gold, and Silver run on the same. Uh, I think I skipped the generation, or did I not? No. Oh yeah, so Ruby so Ruby and Sapphire that. is third. Okay, there's Crystal, but Crystal's the third game for that those two games. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be the major update because that's when they went to Game Boy Advance. So that would be yeah. that would make sense. So that would be the struggle. 
is like you get to play these games that are played on the Game Boy Color, and then you got these games that are completely being played on the, a, a higher end console, essentially. Yeah, because because you got to make it that they have to make it worth their while because you got to figure out like how much time that's going to take because software engineers and like game developers, they make a lot of money. Game developers are not cheap, so it's like they really have to figure out like how much it's actually going to cost them to do, and they're probably going to. Those are going to cost a pretty penny because it's going to be a niche product still, you know. Mm-hmm. Not for Nintendo fans, but, I mean, outside of Nintendo fans, I mean, there's not really... People aren't going to be lining up at the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when they want to... No one wants to go back to Kanto <laughs> for the 87th time. Yeah, but. so it's... It'd be coming at a pretty penny. Um, so my thing is, that would be my dream anniversary edition so for the 30th anniversary of pokemon give me the switch 2 remaster because i don't know how that's five years from now so yeah we'll see be, what happens there. probably be on switch too but bro. yeah but in 2025 when they decide to do that give me the ultra mega master edition of pokemon where i can get like all the original like first five years they release them in five year chunks like here's the first five years, here's the second five years of games, here's the third five years of games. There you go. That's my dream anniversary edition. See, I tied it all back. We we got back there. <laughs> Yo, can we get a fucking like remake of like Indigo League uh animated series with Ash? Like can we just like get that? <laughs> the first season? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is good. So good. I I did I did go back and watch that, and there are times where I I love Team Rocket, man. That is like yeah, dude. They ruined Rocket. James in the fucking Journeys one, dude. <laughs> it's just so it. There's that they made him a total Chad, but he's totally flamboyant and indigo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, that's part of his charm. I love I love yeah, James dude. That. James is awesome, and they yeah. totally fucked him up. <laughs> made him sound like fucking like. Like say man from fucking Dragon Ball. <laughs> like, okay. Hello. Like that's how James sounds now. James it's is the voice awful. of uh Brock as well. And Seto Kaiba. Is? And Seto Kaiba. Same voice Damn. actor. Wait, I'm curious now. I wanna know I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find on the IMDB because they might give me the Japanese version of Pokemon, so hold on. Pokemon Indigo. Here we go. Uh, James Eric Stewart. And you said Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Dragon Ball might be. I don't know what one is it. GT or. You just look up Say Man. I'm looking on the IMDb of the guy who played uh, James. And I'm curious to know if, if you. This, like just out of the blue go- said that and you're like oh wait it is him uh i'm seeing a lot of pokemon i'm not seeing any dragon ball anything hold on so they might just sound the same kind of like a matt mercer troy baker sort of give and take there he was in sonic x he was the newscaster but yeah Brock James, and then in Yu-Gi-Oh, he played Seto Kaiba. Um, that's so crazy that he did that. He was in Viva Pinata. All right, but anything else that you want to talk about in uh, 
in this? That's all I got. Okay. Well, then there we go. And you know what? I think that's all we got for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Bitcade, and uh, it has been an amazing journey. I hope you guys commented. We like to read your guys' comments. So if there's ever a time that you want to actually contribute to any of the topics, feel free. The comment section is open for you guys. Discuss, and then maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about it in future episodes. Um, but thank you guys so much. Uh, and if you want to watch more, make sure you hit the subscribe button on wherever you are either watching or listening too uh there are links in the description of this episode on all platforms whether you're listening on itunes or podbean or you're just watching the youtube audio version of this and you got to see the three random games that i chose for when i edited for the video portion of this um i will say sometime in the near future i'm not going to commit ourselves to the next episode but sometime in the near future we will be going back to our original format uh, because things are starting to look lightly, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, cross your heart, hope to die, stick a finger in your eye. Um, we hope that we eventually are able to record together once again. But for now, we're still sticking to Discord, uh, but we're making moves to bringing back the original form of BitKate. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss it. It'll be a fun time. Um, but that's going to be it. My name is Ryan. You can follow me at Ryan at Emore. Joining me, like always, was... Sticky. And you can follow him at? Uh, fucking Sticky underscore Ash. There you go. Follow Primal Target at Primal underscore Target on Twitter. Go check out TikTok and Instagram and all the other stuff that's in the description, like I said before. Good night, everybody. Special class surprise, Pokemon Academy Life Part 14, which is the last <sighs> episode of that. You guys actually enjoyed that series, which I actually enjoyed the series, too. It was kind of weird going back to that game, a dating sim about Pokemon characters, if they were in that thing. It's a unique concept.